what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Hello, everyone. I'm Jill Maragos, and this is the My Mom is a Bitch podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about gaslighting, which is pretty fucked up stuff. Uh, it's uh, It's been around for a long time. There's it, The term gaslight comes from the movie uh, Gaslight, <laughs> appropriately enough, from 1944. Uh, Ingrid Bergman's in it, and her husband, I think it's Charles Boyer. It's from 1944. It's way before my time. But um, he's trying to make her think she's out of her mind crazy, because he's a criminal, I think, trying to steal all of her money. Um, but he flickers. He makes the gas lights in the house flicker. And she's like, what's up with the flickering? Except like in 1944, I was like, darling, why are the lights seem to be flickering or whatever? And then uh, he goes, uh, the, the lights aren't flickering. You're crazy. So that's where that term comes from. I'm taking all of the stuff today, not personal anecdotes or whatever, but you know, all the information today comes from a great book called Gaslighting. Uh, and it's written by Stephanie Sarkis. It's really good. I listened to the audiobook and I really liked it. If you're interested in this stuff or want more details, I'd suggest getting it, giving it a read or listen like I do from all the driving I have to do. All right, here we go. Number one out of 11, they tell blatant lies. And once they tell you a huge lie that you know is untrue, you can't be sure that anything they say from then on is true. It's a way of keeping you off kilter. So uh, the a boyfriend I had said, I'm not going to be around this weekend. I am going to my friend Mark's cabin. And I said, okay, have a good time. And then I went out to a bar and ran into Mark. <laughs> uh, so it was real nice of you to let, you, let him use your cabin. He's like, what? Mm -hmm. By the time I got home, the boyfriend was at my house with all of his lies and, uh, you know, you know, it's not true. I just, I just need to be alone. I, I was on my boat and I was, yeah, <laughs> lie. Uh, number two, <laughs> they deny they ever said something that, something that you know, they said, you heard it. You, they said it, you heard it, but they flat out deny that they ever said it. So like, uh, you're married to Bobby Blue Balls and you're like, Hey, uh, Bobby Blue Balls, uh, can you mow the lawn tomorrow? And Bobby Blue Balls is like, yeah, sure, I can mow the lawn. You're sure? Yeah, I can mow the lawn tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes around and Bobby Blue Balls is like, I never said I was going to mow the lawn. I'm going out with my friends tomorrow, like today. What are you talking about? Yeah, flat out deny it. And then, again, another way to keep you off kilter. That's that's the whole thing. It starts making you question, did I hear, I could have swore he told me <laughs> that he would mow the lawn and now he's saying he didn't. And I guess where he did. So again, keeping you completely off kilter. Number three, they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition. Oh my gosh. If you're a mom who loves your kids or a dad who loves your kids, they're like, you should have never had kids. You're a terrible mom. You're a terrible dad. Or, uh, or, and, or <laughs> if your person loves your kids and kind of feels good about yourself and who you are as a person, they go after who you are as a person. Uh, you, you're a terrible person. Uh, you, I, I've used this example before, but too fat, too skinny. Uh, your character, you're stupid. 
you're not good with money. I keep telling you you're not good with money. It's it's a way to make you feel like uh, you're not good enough. And they'll have a long list of why you're just a shitty ass person. They they attack the foundation of your being. Number four, they wear you down over time. Okay, because this is okay. This is what I think makes people who have been on the outside of this stuff question why you didn't just leave. Uh, and it's because it doesn't, it, they don't just come out on the first date and be like, so you're a shitty person and you should have never had kids because you would have left. You would have lived immediately. <laughs> what happens is you're in a relationship for a little while and they make some comment that's sort of like half shitty. Like, um, I don't know. You look like you've put a couple pounds on. It's, it's fine and everything. I mean, I'm still attracted to you. It's just, you look like maybe you've put a couple pounds on. That's all. Uh, where you're like, oh, okay, is this person like legit looking after me? Or what? what's that about? You know, little things like that. And uh, it starts slow and they do a little more and do a little more. And then it ramps up as you as you go along. And, and it, you know what? People use the frog in the in the boiling water analogy. Where like a frog, if you throw a frog in a, in a boiling... <laughs> In a boiling pot of water, the frog's like, ah, it sucks, it's real hot, and they uh, freak out. But if you put a frog in regular water and put it on the stovetop and uh, and boil the frog with the water, then uh doesn't know what's happening. He doesn't freak out. Which, okay, it's a pretty common analogy, but it's gross. Because who boils frogs? Like, who did who did that experiment? Were they like, sadists or what i don't know i just think it's a shitty analogy it's not untrue it's still like let's maybe not boil frogs on the stove you know uh number five their actions do not match their words you gotta look at what they're doing not at what they're saying my mom was very good at this i don't have a relationship with her anymore but her her actions did not match her words. So you get a card and oh my gosh, and the, the love for you I have, oh, you're just wonderful as a couple and blah, 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 blah. But then I'd say, you know, uh, let, I'd love to just go for coffee and talk about stuff. I don't want to do that. Uh, I'd say, why don't you do some laundry at our house before you fly back home and that way all your clothes will be clean and she'll say I don't want to do my laundry at some stranger's house yeah so like you know her her love is undying in the written word um and she can say I love you but uh how she treats you as a person not really loving I always say love is a verb you know uh if, if you love somebody you are doing things that are loving toward them. You can say I love you until you're blue in the fucking face. But if you're if you're treating somebody like shit, but you're telling them that you love them, it's not really the same, is it? I don't want to hear I love you. Not if you treat me like garbage. It doesn't mean anything. Number six. They throw in some positives here and there to confuse you. Again, to keep you off kilter, and what they uh, what they praise you for is probably certain uh, something that uh, benefited them. 
Well, for example, let's take the the guy I used to work with in comedy. I really encouraged him to uh, go do a show, which they tape and they put up uh, uh, online, and then you get paid for that. And uh, I encouraged him to write, and I'm like, you can do this and all this other stuff, and spent a lot of time helping him out, getting him prepped for that. And then, uh, you know, I got a nice, long, flowery message after it was all done and how, you know, how good of a friend I am and all this other stuff. Uh, But then, you know, a couple weeks later, the hammer always comes down because I called him while he was cleaning the garage. And I guess I should have known that. And I'm a terrible person and I'm super needy. So, uh, yeah, Uh, the the, again, words not necessarily mash, matching the actions, but uh, they're going to throw in the positive ones in a while because they got to keep you coming back for that fucking pellet. You got to be the mouse with the lever and the pellet. Getting the pellet once in a while. Oh, maybe they aren't so bad, right? Uh, number seven, they know, they absolutely know that confusion weakens people. The goal is to make you constantly question everything because human beings. We human beings want that stability, so we go to the gaslighter who will be the position in the position to give it to you. They're telling you bad things, but they're also the person who can take away the bad things, right? So uh, it's, it's a fucked up situation. Number eight, they project. Uh, they are constantly accusing you of the shit that they're doing. If they do drugs, are you doing drugs? If, they, if, they, uh, if they're cheating on you, oh my God, oh my gosh. It's like, are you cheating on me? Who is that? Who's that guy? Who are you talking to? Who is that? Why are you talking to them? If they're cheating on you, they're constantly accusing you of cheating. You go to the grocery store for 10 minutes. Where were you? You were talking to a guy, weren't you? It's messed up. And uh, they're projecting it so that you defend yourself and you take the onus off of them. But also which this was in this article, but I I feel like it's also a way of going, uh, you're cheating, you're the one who's cheating. So that when you catch them cheating, they'll go, you're just saying that because I think you're cheating. Number nine, they try to align people against you. So, you know, someone so uh, thinks that you're a terrible mother. So now, not only does the person that quote unquote loves you think that you're a terrible mother. But you know, Patty at work also said that you're a terrible mother. And they totally agree with me. And now we've got the whole world saying I'm right, and that you're wrong. So I mean, clearly, you're the one who's wrong, right? No, because fuckhead McGee's been making it all up anyway and lying about you. So no. All right, we're almost done with this list. Holy shit. Okay, not the maybe don't Maybe don't, as a professional podcaster, Jill, maybe don't knock the microphone around so much. All right, number 10. They tell others that you're crazy. This is a master technique by the uh, guest later. So say my ex-boyfriend goes around and is like, Jill's out of her fucking mind. The chick is out of her mind. Oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe how crazy she is. Then when I go to them and say, hey, this guy's been cheating on me. I found a brat under his couch, which is he cleaned incessantly. There was never a brat under his couch before. He's like, that must have been there for years. He's cheating on me. Mm, they don't believe me because he's already set it up. Then I'm out of my mind. <laughs> so uh, number 11, last one. They tell you 
that everyone else is a liar. Bold move, right? The girls who are calling the house saying that I've still been dating your boyfriend are lying because they want me for themselves. Yeah, they're right. You know, your your partner's right. But everybody else in the world is wrong. That doesn't make any sense, does it? Mm -hmm. All right. Now, uh, let's move on to I found an article on Vox. Uh, and it is about uh, gaslighting as well, and uh, how to recognize it's happening to you. And I'm just going to go through some of these. All right. Uh, How do you recognize that gaslighting is happening? Take a look at this list below, or in your case, have a listen. If any of these resonate with you, you may be involved in gaslighting relationship. You need to look further. Okay. This is, these are things that you ask yourself. All right. Have you ever said to yourself, Am I too sensitive? Many times a day. Oh, I did that with my friend, the comic. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, my mom, would. she'd say something really mean. You know what? So you're not going to take your cat to the vet? What if she dies? <laughs> like, I've done everything I can for this cat. I've fucking taken her to the vet a hundred times, you know. And what if she dies of cancer? She's probably going to die of cancer. And I got upset. And then her, her answer was, oh, what? Now you're pissed at me? As though, like, how dare you get pissed at her for being an asshole and making you upset. If you ask yourself, am I too sensitive a lot during the day, you might. This is like Jeff Foxworthy routine. You might be with a gaslighter. (laughs) All right. You often feel confused and even crazy in the relationship. I did. With, with my friend, the comic, you know, like we would talk all the time. We'd have conversations. We started a podcast together. We did a lot of things together. And then by the end, it's like, gosh, you're so needy. You're calling me all the time. I'm like, we used to talk like every day on the phone. Like I thought we were friends. And suddenly it's like, gosh, why do you, why are you so needy? Why are you calling me so much? Uh, so you're, you're often confused and, and you feel crazy in the relationship. You're always apologizing. Sorry. I'm sorry. You know, maybe you're trying to just uh, uh, smooth things over, but or, you know, maybe you fucking actually believe you've done shit wrong. If they're good enough at gaslighting, you're always apologizing. You can't understand why you aren't happier. Hmm. Maybe you're in a relationship for a long time. Maybe you're married. Maybe you, you believe that you love this person, but you are miserable almost all the time, almost all the time. Hmm. You frequently make excuses for your partner's behavior. I found that. I found I was constantly like, well, I mean, or I would just not tell people, you know, about the relationship with uh, my ex-boyfriend. I just wouldn't go into details because I knew we would just end up getting back together. You know, he'd call me nine million times until I gave in. So I, I just found it was easier to not tell people at all what was going on, because then I would look like a dick. If we got back together, I would feel stupid and be eating a bunch of crow. So uh, you frequently make excuses for your partner's behavior. You know something's wrong, but you just don't know what. Hmm. That could be anybody, really. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't go on that one alone. Maybe you just aren't in love with that person. You know, that could be anything. You start lying to avoid put downs and reality twists. I mean, sometimes it's just easier. I just found myself saying nothing. I'd get a phone call from my mom and she'd be like, how are things? Fine. 
How's Matt? Fine. How are the dogs? Fine. Because if I said, oh, okay, this is wrong, or, you know, if you put your feelings out there, uh, they would just get trounced on. Like she would just either disregard them or go, oh, yeah, well, that happens, and then move on with her stuff. And you just feel disregarded, and you're like, never mind. I don't, I don't need to put this out there. You have trouble making simple decisions. Mm. <laughs> or you might be me if you're not. If you're not what do you want for dinner? I don't know. I hate decisions. But if it's a simple decision, I guess, again, in conjunction with this all other stuff, simple decision, you might be questioning, you know, if this if, if, you're, if you're with somebody who's like, gosh, you're so shitty with money. And you've been on your own for a long time. And you've taken care of your money. And you're like, I don't know, I feel good about, you know, I've done this before. Until you meet this person, they explain how lousy you are with money. And then you're like, I don't know, do I have enough money to pay the bill? It looks like I do. But what if they're like taking the money out? And I don't know that that's I don't know. You know, that could be you. You wonder if you're good enough. That's the last one on the fucking list. And that's not good. If somebody is making you feel like you're not good enough. Fuck that shit. I'm sorry, but that sucks. If they're gaslighting you or not, if you if they make you feel not good enough, get out. Really, get out. Because if the issue that I have so much with this stuff, you get yeah, you hear this. Um, you hear people say, I, you know, oh, you know, I. He, he tells me how bad I am, how fat I am, how stupid I am, how bad I am with money. But if this person thinks you're such a huge pile of fucking shit, why are they staying with you then? Does that make sense? So I'm in a relationship with a guy. I'm not really, but let's take, you know, okay, so Tammy bitch tits is a normal person. Let's make Tammy bitch tits the normal person. And she's in a relationship with Bobby Blue Balls. And Bobby Blue Balls is like, Tammy, you look shitty in those jeans. You're bad with money. You're so dumb. You're a terrible mom. Uh, You're a horrible driver. You keep the house shitty. You can't cook. And meanwhile, this guy is not, a fucking uh he's not chris hemsworth all right he's not fucking ryan reynolds <laughs> or whoever you know he's just some regular old looking guy not that people who are good looking should treat you any <laughs> worse and my, my point is that he's not exactly all that himself let's say that okay and uh he's treating you she why the fuck is he staying around then if i'm if, if tammy's such a bad chick if Tammy is so fucking awful, why is Bobby staying around? Because she's not. She's fine. But he has to have control. He has to have the power. He has to keep her off kilter to make her stay. I remember thinking that shit. I remember thinking, well, if my mom thinks I'm that terrible, who could possibly love me? Seriously, I've only fucking come around to being like, I'm actually all right. I don't think I'm a fucking, you know perfect person or anything but I'm not as bad as she made me out to be and if your own mom doesn't love you I'm telling you if you're a person like me and your mom has always just been a little bit shitty to you all the time for your whole life and you start going wow if I am not okay with my mom who would like me huh maybe your mom's a narcissist and maybe you're fine there's an idea all right Onward and upward. 
We're on to the next part. Some common phrases you might hear from dickhead gaslighters are one. Number one, you're so sensitive. Mm, you're so sensitive. Everything makes, it's your fault for your feelings. How dare your feelings be your feelings? And look, I've, I've been a jealous person my whole life because I didn't know that I was good enough. All right. I'm better now. Thankfully, it's something I've worked on. But um, also, if they've got their arm around a girl and they're talking to her a little close, I think you have the right to be jealous. Okay, you can talk about it or whatever. I'm not saying slash anybody's tires. But, you know, if somebody's telling you you're five pounds overweight and they're 30 pounds overweight, and you're like, what the fuck? And they go, you're too sensitive. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, that's just because you are so insecure. That's the next one. That's the next phrase. You know, that's just because you're so insecure. Really, it's all my insecurities. <laughs> Everything's my fault. Uh, number three, stop acting crazy or you sound crazy. You know that, don't you? Oh, you're crazy. Mm hmm. You're just paranoid. <laughs> you just love trying to throw me off track. That's because they're trying to throw you off track. Oh, here's another one. I was just joking. I was just kidding. Fuck you. You are not just joking. You don't get to say something shitty and then say it was a joke. Uh, you're making that up. That's what they'll say. You're making that up. I never said that. Uh, it's no big deal. You're imagining things. You're overreacting. You're always so dramatic. Don't get so worked up. <laughs> it's like somebody telling you to relax. You need to relax. Oh, yeah, you need to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Do not tell me to relax. Uh, that never happened. That never happened. I never did that. I never said that to you lies lie 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 uh there's no pattern or you're seeing a pattern that's not there that's what they say to you i don't i don't know that i've ever had somebody tell me that there's no pattern you know you don't remember things clearly mm. you're hysterical i mean i like when people tell me i'm funny in that capacity but uh you know like if they think you're out of your mind in hysterics mm -mm. there you go again you're so ungrateful Nobody, nobody believes you. Why should I? Yeah, these are all things that they say. I feel like there's, there should be something in this list. Again, I was like, I just told you how pretty you were. What that doesn't count for anything. I just told you uh, that I appreciate your help. So I, I should be able to say all this other shit. <laughs> you know, like I keep, I, people are not checking accounts. And this is and this is uh one of, uh, one of the many realizations I've come from, these people will treat you like you are a fucking checking account. They'll put in a deposit, especially at the, at the beginning. There's love bombing. Look at it. Look at how full your checking account is. And then they will fucking withdraw until it's over withdrawn with all the negatives. And they feel like, oh, I'll just put a little bit positive back in and then I'll be able to take more negative out. That's not how people work. It's not. It is not. Uh, unreasonable to want to be with somebody who doesn't treat you shitty ever you know we're all human we make mistakes sometimes we mess up and say something stupid or get in a fight we're not going to always agree with the same you know with each other all the time that's <laughs> we're, st we're still normal people nobody who loves you should go out of their way to make you feel bad 
And they should definitely not use the stuff that you're most insecure about to manipulate you. That's not a good relationship. It's just not. I think we've gone mostly over this stuff. I think so. I think we've covered gaslighters. They're fucking assholes. All right, you guys, this week's dramatic journal reading, uh, a little bit all over the place. Not sure who Anthony is. I'm guessing he's either an acting teacher or some kind of therapist. I don't know. Anyway, here we go. Writing will have to wait until I get home. I don't have a good feeling about that lady. I think I'll prefer Anthony, but I don't know how to do this when he's constantly booked out. It's very frustrating. I don't like that I'm feeling annoyed and frustrated today. I need to hard boil some eggs. I am willing to get my mind in order and ready to get focused on this day. I am willing to set things aside and prioritize. I will brush my teeth, etc. Sort the laundry. I am frustrated, okay? So, I'm frustrated. I'll do it anyway. Monkey, you can't keep me from being productive. That's it. (laughs) I believe I uh, refer to my monkey mind as monkey sometimes, which is, that's not, that's normal. (laughs) Monkey, I blame the monkey. The monkey mind, um, which uh, that would be a great segue for cognitive behavioral therapy techniques, but we don't have enough time for that. The gaslighting stuff went on for too long. So uh, instead, we're going to do something else. This is, this is a simple, simple self help trick. And I feel, I feel like I'm shortchanging you guys on self help because I get wrapped up in all the bad stuff, which is, I guess, here, that's an appropriate lead into this week's uh, self help tip gratitude gratitude. I uh, I usually use these in a journal. So if I sit down to write for the day or, you know, whatever, I, I usually do one whole page. But I always try to start out with gratitudes. Uh, three things I'm grateful for. Um, and I try not to repeat because otherwise it's like, I'm thankful for my husband, I'm thankful for my dogs, and it kind of becomes mindless. And it could be anything big or small. I, you know, you're um, I'm grateful for the flashlight on my phone. Um, I'm grateful that I have enough money to pay the electric bill this month. I am grateful that, uh, I don't know, I got some laundry done today. That feels pretty good. Uh, you know, I feel like I go back to this a lot, but it's it's a matter of literally changing the thoughts in your brain. And uh, I feel like, and I feel like this is true, <laughs> uh, or there have been studies about it. You know, if you know more about it, email me. <laughs> Let me know. This is really this is this podcast has fallen right off the fucking rails. Um, uh, your perspective on the world changes how you see the world. So, like, the more you believe the world's a good place, the more you notice good shit happening. The more you see the world as a bad place, the more you see bad shit happening. I live in Memphis, and the people here drive like dog shit, like aggressively. Will they will drive up the middle lane at a million miles an hour? There's accidents all over the place, and all I ever see is accidents. And that's because I believe that the people drive shitty here. People drive real shitty here. Um, But you know, if I was like, you know what? maybe not all the people do that. I probably would uh, notice more of the people driving better. You know, if you believe the world's a good place, you notice people smiling a little bit more. 
If you uh, if you believe people are kind, you notice their kindness. I believe that. Uh, maybe it's a little lesson for myself. Maybe I needed to hear that this week. All right. Um, uh, thanks for listening. I know this is not, you know, Mark Maron's podcast that gets a billion listens. But like I've always said, if Sharon from Dubuque likes it, if one person is getting something from it, I, I want to do it because uh, I I feel like people need to hear this stuff over and over again because uh, it takes a while to change your mind. Uh, so if you're liking it, subscribe, listen, do whatever you got to do. I'm here for you. I believe in you. I hope you're not being gaslit. If you are, I hope you get the fuck out of it. <laughs> and uh, that's it. All right. Have a good week. Watch out for those gaslighters. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.